and welcome to the Mancunian candidates here on Fab Radio International and YouTube. Uh, my name's Paul Ripley and that geezer over there is... Mike Royce and this show, as uh, you probably gathered, if you're watching a politics show tonight, you realise that there is only going to be one major topic of conversation. We had lots of stuff planned. We we're going to talk about the lockdown. We we're going to talk about all sorts of stuff. But life sometimes throws you almost a 9-11 type of event and you've got to roll with it. So we're going to get stuck into that in a minute. Um, thank you for sticking with us over Christmas. We've been a lot of people watching the channel. We've had a lot of views, yeah. the, the nearly 150,000 views on the channel. It's amazing. We've had a little bit of feedback. So before we begin the actual show, um, Richard's family have been complaining about uh, the Pentagon just announcing the tra- that they've halting the transition of China Joe, as he, he, they're calling him. He will no longer receive security briefings due to his compromised position with China, Russia and Iran. And this gentleman goes on to uh, say that, uh, you know, this is feedback that we've been getting yeah, yeah. while we're but off. Who's he talking about? Uh, Joe, Joe Biden. Oh, He's my. saying, uh, this this individual's saying that once the evidence of his connections with China is, is known, Congress and v- Vice President Pence will certify President Trump for a second term after he's declared martial law to stop Bla- Black Lives Matter, Antifa and anarchist fucks from destroying America. Well, we're going to be dealing with anarchist fucks destroying America. And uh, Hard, Hard Fordlin says, uh, 2020 Trump, if Trump leaves the White House, America will never be great again. If frauds does enter the White House, America will never ever be great again um, about the Brexit um, it's sheep we're up against that's a good name, That I mean, you can imagine what he's going to say and you'd be absolutely right, he says what a pair of knobs, they must think that all this insanity is about a virus uh, that has killed one in 100,000 of the population um, he's basically making out that uh, that we don't know what we're talking about covering uh, Covid like that there's a little bit more of that um, John Jackson's actually saying something nice, good to see and hear there are some intelligent people in the UK and that's where in response to our Brexit coverage and uh, and it also with respect to uh, Donald Trump, uh, we've got Ego0117 who says, you Brits don't know, just worry, worry about your royals. Uh, Looperman, this Good is point. the last one. Loop, no, 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 no. We'll get well. That's we've got other things to talk about yeah. with that. We'll have to do a Royals show at some point. Looperman says, "Co." I've actually taken this one off our comments on the site because, but because without someone reading it in context like we do, I don't want to be doing propaganda that makes out that COVID's not doing any harm to people. It says COVID is real, but is almost harmless. Conservatives won't let <coughs> Boris do another UK lockdown at the start of January 2021. Never. So he wrote this on our website two weeks ago in response to us predicting there'd be a lockdown at the beginning of January. Pair of idiots, don't know what you're talking about. You are going to feel really stupid on your show when this doesn't happen. I can't wait to see you have to apologise when it does not happen. Well... There's no words there, is there? Oh, there is. Ballend, dickhead, um, lots of words. Well, there is, I suppose so. Um, So, let's begin our coverage. Let me say this, though, first, Mike. Go Um, on. On this show, we said there will be an attempted coup in America. We talked about it. It's out there. It's on the videos. Yep. And what happened last night was an attempted coup without a shadow of a doubt about Trump playing a game which he thought he'd win. Yeah. The latest news at the moment is the, there's a possibility he may be impeached. I doubt it. 
uh, possibility of it. Well, we go into the aftermath at the, at the yeah. end. We go into the aftermath at the end because there's a few things that people are not talking about. Like there wasn't just one person died. There was more than that. But we'll get into that at the very end. I mean, they, obviously a lot of people were watching the news. And yeah, we predicted two things in the run-up to Christmas. One, that this guy, before he went, he was definitely up for, for of trying a coup. And people were, feedback we were getting was, oh, they're a bit over the top. A lot yeah. of Americans thought we were we were talking for our ass, you know. And we also predicted that we'd be in lockdown in the UK by around about the 5th or 6th of January. Uh, you know, once in a while, it would be good if we were good about if we were right about something good. We're always right, and it's always something bad. So, yeah, the the news yesterday was very very difficult to watch for yeah. me, and yeah. I'm sure you felt the same. We it felt surreal, and we're to we're to capture that. We're just going to show you a clip, and this is a, a, a an ex Fox News presenter who's literally freaking out when all of this started to play out yesterday. Think of this. It's a Wednesday afternoon in Washington. The Senate is in session to process the peaceful transition of power. The President of the United States is tweeting, stop the steal, and then tweeting, stand down. And as this is underway, we do not see or hear from the President of the United States. It is unthinkable in the history of America that A, the Capitol would be taken over and occupied by the people, and certainly that B, the President of the United States would not have anything to say about it. He is at the White House. He is inside the people's house. These are his supporters who've come to this event today where he spoke to say, we don't accept this transfer of power where the president has said, I will not concede in the peaceful transfer of power, which is an example to the entire world. And now his, his, his followers have overtaken the people's halls and we have not heard from the president. Where are we as a nation? We have witnessed this, this, this road of refusal to accept reality of lie after lie after lie about the state of play in America, the lies about fraud, the lies about, about, voter, about vo dead people voting, lie after lie after lie that have created this mob that believes that the government has been overtaken, that the election was fraudulent. The president allows it to go on. And when they literally overtake Capitol Hill, we don't hear from him. Had you parachuted in after a trip to another planet, this would be absolutely unbelievable. We're, the, the capital has been overtaken and the president is nowhere to be found. Yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to get your head around it. The capital has been overtaken and the president is nowhere to be found. Well, we knew where he was earlier on in the yeah. day because uh, we'll have footage that shows that later, but they, he started this. I mean, when you talk about incitement, to, there are different laws. Sometimes with Britain and the UK, with, with Britain and America, you have different laws. And, and some, quite a lot of the laws, if you looked at it as a Venn diagram, a lot of the laws are very similar and incitement is very similar here as there. All you've got to do 
is give instructions that are likely to cause people to commit criminal offences. You don't have to instruct them and go, go to... If, if I say, I tell some people, go to Paul Ripley's house and set fire to his garage, yeah. that's clear cut. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be that clear cut. If I tell them all these bad things you've done, yeah. make them really angry and go, I think you should go and pay him a visit at his house yeah. and make him aware you're not happy... I'm not telling them to do anything, but the likelihood is they're going to do something bad and I will be responsible for starting that chain of events off. I don't see how you can't say Trump didn't cause yesterday. Well, it's clear. It was absolutely clear. Not only yeah. in his speech, uh, but his tweets. And in reality, the last three, well, certainly the last two years and the last 12 months, there's been doubling down on him. Yeah. He's been talking about this date now for three months. He has. He's been fixated on it. He, well, he was at first fixated on the Electoral College meeting yeah. in December. Yeah. He, he keeps moving the goalposts, doesn't he? he? First he was fixated on winning the election. Then he was fixated on, on trying to gerrymander and, and mess about so that the, the results were, were scuppered and the counts were stopped. And then he then fixated on the Electoral College on the 16th of December. When that didn't go right, he then starts getting onto all the governors and the latest one that we've not even got time to really cover is he phoned the uh, he phoned up Georgia and basically held them to ransom and said, please find 11,500 votes so I can so, what, flip what, it. What absolutely amazes me, though, is for all this period of time, is the um, fellow Republicans have let them get away with it. Yeah, they have. Let them get away with it. Oh, hell yeah. Let them get away with it. Yeah. And, and people, you've gotten so crazy that, but it's not so crazy, you just ignore it. Yeah. It's, it's another world of this Trump world, which people have bought into, and our country and our country leaders have bought into this world as well. Yeah, uh, and that's another another show, another week. You see, you can't keep feeding these people uh, with these people that he's been targeting. He's he's got them. He's got them at a point when they're angry with their lot in life, and then when he came along five years ago, they're angry because things are bad, things are difficult, the economy's hard, the jobs are bad, their their prospects are not what they used to be, no. and he. He's. This is not the first time that someone has come along, and then like Mussolini in Italy and Hitler in Germany, Hitler, they come exactly along. The same, they same. come along yeah. and they go, "You're unhappy because of," and and he he blamed immigrants, yeah. and he started the whole thing. He gave them someone to hate, someone to blame, the same way that the Jewish race were used by Hitler. And the and this is what he did, and he's and he stoked this and fed it, and he's fed it for years, and then finally along the way he's turned it into an us versus them, where it's not just the immigrants now; it's there is us and them on the right and left of politics, and then he's even got he even managed to make political a bloody pandemic, so that if you were wearing a mask, that that meant you, you were a Democrat. <coughs> It's it's the most bizarre period I've, I've ever seen. But if you if you wonder what what response he might give or what response a president should give, and he didn't give, we've got a video here where you'll find out how Joe Biden coped with this and what he wanted to happen. We have extensive team coverage tonight for you, starting with reaction from the very top. News 6's Eric Sandoval is here now with how the president and president-elect took very different tones today. They really did, but we have to say both of them appeared to be watching and waiting, you know, as we all were in this situation. President-elect Joe Biden was first, though, to a microphone. And, you know, with many people holding Trump flags and MAGA hats, Biden immediately called on the president to say something 
and to get them to stop. I call on President Trump to go on national television now to fulfill his oath and defend the Constitution. Now, earlier today, President Trump did address what was a peaceful protest, saying that, that he would never concede the race. After the U.S. Capitol was taken over, though, former administration officials, even some inside the White House, pleaded for him to speak out and say something. He was silent, except for a couple tweets you see here, until moments after Biden's address. He tweeted a video. In it, he told the crowd of people at the U.S. Capitol that he loved them, and he also told them to go home. He also made unsubstantiated claims that the election had been stolen and that he understood how these demonstrators felt. Now, within the last 30 minutes, Twitter has removed the president's video. The message, when you click on it, says the tweet violated Twitter's rules. Now, the president-elect claimed that people storming the U.S. Capitol didn't represent the rest of America. Listen. The scenes of chaos at the Capitol do not reflect a true America, do not represent who we are. What we're seeing are a small number of extremists dedicated to lawlessness. This is not dissent. It's disorder. It's chaos. It borders on sedition, and it must end now. I call on this mob to pull back and allow the work of democracy to go forward. You've heard me say before in different contexts, the words of a president matter, no matter how good or bad that president is. At their best, the words of a president can inspire. At their worst, they can incite. Something to keep in mind here. Biden will be inaugurated two weeks from today, usually in the exact same spot that these protests happen today. We're working right now to find out what kind of safety measures are going to be going into a place ahead of that and ahead of what we expect to be more protests happening on that exact same. Hmm. It's what president's supposed to uh, carry on like. He's supposed to tell people to calm down. He's supposed to keep keep the temperature low. Um, they Biden has a lot of criticism over this, I've been told, yeah. uh, on this speech. And, and to me, he has to handle it in a certain way. He could have easily gone out kicking off and threatening this and threatening that, but he wouldn't have been as bad as Trump in some well, you ways. Well, you, you would have... What, what, what he didn't want, and this is the thing where I get why people did want him to go on there and go, this guy's an asshole. Why is he doing this? He's responsible for this. I want him locked up. The problem is, what if a pile of Democrats and left-leaning types yeah. formed a massive march yeah. and went down there to meet them? It would have been carnage, and no one's discussing that. No. It is a miracle that there wasn't the opposite end that turned up. The, the, it's a miracle that uh, like 10,000 liberals didn't turn up with an attitude trying to uh, stop the Trump guys doing this, you know, the Trump supporters. And then you would have had an absolute carnage down there. It would have been absolutely unbelievable. They would, the loss of life Mike, would have been terrible. What do you think his game was at? 
what do you think? I think he really honestly believed that they would change those votes. And and anybody that's in the in England that doesn't understand in the UK, uh, what was going on yesterday? This is not a vote. This wasn't a vote. The the electoral college votes uh, got gained on by the results of the the presidential election. Those results are then sent off to uh, once all the late votes and all the overseas votes, everything's collated, the recounts and everything's finally over. It's sent to the Electoral College and on the 16th of December or whatever date they arrange, it was that this year, they then count them and issue a certificate. Those certificates are then sent to Washington and then the Senate, who's always presided over by the vice president, on a ceremony uh, at the beginning of the year, usually two weeks before the inauguration, as a procedure, nothing more, just a procedure, opens the certificates and and just makes a note of them and, uh, and officially declares it over with. And that and makes it final. It's a final. I think there is no power for the vice president, Mike Pence, to alter any of that, no matter how much pressure went on. And Trump couldn't understand this. And, and no matter how many times people said something, this numpty chuckle-headed motherfucker didn't get what was going on. He was too stupid to 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 not wind people up. He couldn't stop. And, and you even heard where he he was on to um, Georgia with with all the legal counsel there recording a phone call um it, it which was an unbelievable phone call if you hear it he's he's it's like listening to a recording in a rico trial for a mob boss where he's saying i want you to find 11 and a half thousand votes and um you know he said i've won the state i've won it by half a million so you need to find these votes so that i and flip it they can't flip it those certificates can't be altered once it was fi- finalized in the electoral college on the 16th of december it was done Thank you for playing. Game is over. And and there was nothing that could be done. He, to right up to the last minute, thought that they would flip this. And you pointed out a recording that I wasn't even aware of where Rudy Giuliani phoned... T- t- tell him about this one. He phoned the wrong phone and left he a voicemail. He a message about you know, um, a certain senator. He's supposed to be talking to a certain senator. Leave a message. This is, you know, oh, by the way, just breaking the... Breaking yes. the my dad text again yes that's your language and, and he agreed he agreed he agreed this week so it's allowed okay this week is a special one off okay yeah so I'm sorry Giuliani who's allegedly an amazing uh, politician stroke met a former mayor stroke lawyer um, leaves the message on somebody else's phone and I don't know whose phone number he'd left it on but it's basically telling the senator what to do, how to delay it, because today there's more information coming. So if you can delay last night's uh, procedure, it can change today, and he's got to do it. And it's like, like you said, yeah. mob boss. Yeah. It's, it's like it's Sopranos. He's tried everything. Sopranos, isn't yeah. it? In, 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 well, the in week, life. the week. But I think, yeah. and we talked about it the other week. I've talked. About, I actually sent a message to our fellow candidate. Yeah. Tom in Alaska, who's a, a Republican through and through, what's happened to that party? He's is that party helped over him with? with the social media. He's, he's a, he is a proper Republican. I mean, an old school Republican yeah. as well, which is why I I can't wait to discuss some of this with him. And and he's a decent decent bloke, and that's all there is to it. Now, if you want to find out what 
what Trump was up to. Trump was obviously getting a lot of grief for this. And can I say when he when he wound everybody up to walk down Pennsylvania Avenue to to um, to go to the Capitol building, he said, "I'll be right there with you." Him and his and his son was saying that, and he sort of kind of disappeared. I mean, we can assume he might was he in that bunker it's again? Bunker, yeah. Was he in the bunker yeah. again in the White House? Yeah. But then he surfaced to give this video. I know your pain. I know you're hurt. We had an election that was stolen from us. It was a landslide election, and everyone knows it, especially the other side. But you have to go home now. We have to have peace. We have to have law and order. We have to respect our great people in law and order. We don't want anybody hurt. It's a very tough period of time. There's never been a time like this where such a thing happened where they could take it away from all of us, from me, from you, from our country. This was a fraudulent election, but we can't play into the hands of these people. We have to have peace. So go home. We love you. You're very special. You've seen what happens. You see the way others are treated that are so bad and so evil. I know how you feel. But go home and go home in peace. My goodness. We love you. We love you. We love You're you. Special. These are writers. They, 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 they're rioting. Uh, they've caused they, they've multiple deaths, as we'll get into later. I mean, they, these people, he wound them up, and, and they, the National Guard ended up calling, called in. They could have been thousands of people dead. We, but we love you. This is the Charlottesville stuff again. Charlottesville, good people on either side. It was the Ku Klux Klan, for God's sakes. And he said that about them, the good people on both sides. These are not good people that marched down to uh, the Capitol. And I've had a view on this show where I've been going, well, it's not fair to blame people who've been lied to and lied to because they've been manipulated into that. I don't feel so... You should feel sorry for some people who've been lied to about Brexit and voted for Brexit. You should feel sorry for some people who voted for Trump and supported him. But do you know what? All bets are off now. I do not feel sorry for anybody that's supporting Trump now. You have had more than enough evidence now. These people that marched on Capitol... That day, they, they, yesterday, those people knew enough. They knew enough to know better than to do that. They, they de I mean, they desecrated that place. Nobody did that. You're hearing stories that they were urinating everywhere. They were taking pictures. And, you know, they were the shittest revolutionaries I've ever seen. Yeah, because they, they, they were revolutionaries with selfie sticks. I'll tell you what. They were revolutionaries with selfie sticks. They were stopping in front of stuff. They were like, yeah, 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 we're going to, oh, just click. Click, click. Well, have you ever seen anything like it? I mean, if they were any good, you'd have a bit of respect. There wasn't a Che Guevara amongst them. No, no, but I'll tell you what, I did notice quite a bit. You mentioned it there. They, as it came in the building, they were taking photo opportunities. Yeah. Of the thing. However, I noticed quite a lot of them, in fact, the majority, were quite overweight. Yeah. They weren't the fittest yeah. army, was it, to yeah. run down? And 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 can I do what? Uh, what was the ratio? Uh, let's let's just say to, let's just talk about the elephant in the room. What was the ratio of uh, white to other ethnicities? I didn't see one black guy. I, just, I don't remember seeing a no, black no. guy. I don't remember seeing Imagine anybody. If them guys were black, we should talk about the policing of this later. <laughs> on. Well, we're going to get into that later, yeah, aren't we? Yeah, but, but yeah, you can imagine. A very different scenario if that the the makeup of the so we call of, them the chubby gang the chubby warriors yeah it, 
There's it, someone there that's got to kill there. They, they just... Full, full get-up, gas mask and the padding and all the cliche. And at the back and he's thinking, you know, all your life you've been saving up and buying this equipment for the, yeah. that moment. Yeah. Yeah. And again, again, can I just say, again, uh, a lot of images, and you're going to see some images on this show from it, and you'll notice that, again, that bloody flag again, that Confederate flag was was being waved about left, right and centre. When do you ever see that flag other than a load of trouble, a load of violence, a load of trouble, or or it, it's negative. It's the most negative symbol in the world. The minute you see it, you know you're dealing with a bunch of wankers. It's it's just there's nothing positive about that. I mean, there are some negative connotations with our English uh, flag, the Saint George Cross yeah. flag, because sure. it's been hijacked a little bit by a National Front and by uh, a lot of fuck, uh, so- soccer hooligans, uh, football <laughs> hooligans. Um, but but it's not even close to that flag. That flag stands for slavery. It stands for for traitors it's a flag of traitors they those people wanted to break up and destroy the united states of america and these people are obsessed with carrying it about and you know what there's only one explanation there's only one explanation why you want that flag around you where you want to wave that flag and it's because you don't like blacks there isn't other possible explanation. That's there true. isn't one. But I want to go back a little bit. I know we're not talking about anything else other than America today, but in yeah. the past oh, past few years, we've talked about the right wing growing across Europe, and I still think it's growing even more so uh, in the EU right now. Mm-hmm. Certain countries which are you thinking, my goodness, uh, I'm thinking, I'm probably not in the EU in some ways, but, um, but in America... The, the extreme right wing, which we've been talking about tonight, who's caused all these issues and problems and, and yeah. nearly a coup, will that end? Will that be over with now? Or is that the start of a new growth? Is this just the start well, of We've just got to, you see, what, what you've got, the worry here with America and with this situation and Europe and everywhere is this. Uh, there might be some people watching the show going, why, why are they so obsessed with what's going on in America? Even though this, they probably wouldn't begrudge us covering this in such big detail because it's so dramatic. But normally, uh, why, yeah. why, why is it so important? Well, I'll tell you why this is important. What's going on today, just as an example. There is Democracy. still, there is still. Well, no, I'm going to get into NATO. There is still NATO and the Warsaw Pact. You've still got these two blocks there. You have got American troops. By far, the biggest uh, percentage of peacekeepers around the world, in various locations around the world, where if you pulled them out of certain countries and certain stations and certain areas, there would be an invasion by another country. There is only uh, peace in certain areas of the world because there are peacekeeping forces, which a lot of them are American forces, which is he's been trying to pull well, back. And, 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 and thank God they, uh, they, he's had enough people around him to actually talk him out of that because they've, they've talked him out of it by saying you might lose power and it'll look bad for you. But, for example, you know, if you pull a lot of troops out of uh, the Korean area, you, you, well, North Korea will just invade South Korea and we'll have a nuclear yeah. war. That's why if a, a coup happened in America and America ended up, that distracted. They had to deal with an actual civil war again 
Well, their war would spread all yeah, around yeah. the world and Russia would not just leave it at the Crimea no. area. They would then take a push. North Korea would take a push. The next minute, there's nuclear weapons being chucked about. This is serious. If America gets destabilised to the point where there is, there is an actual coup, where society starts to fall apart a little bit, like if it had got much worse than yesterday, yesterday was the brink. You get much worse than that if the National Guard had got in. Some other people had got in. 10,000 people might have ended up getting shot and killed during the course of a couple of days of rioting in the capital if it got out of control. Next minute... You've got curfews all around the country. That could have spiralled out of control. It is a miracle that yesterday uh, so few people were hurt and it stopped where it did. I want to bring this to the, to the, to the board, really. Uh, and, well, it all starts. You look at them people yesterday. What do they not believe in or what do they believe in? They believe wow. that the virus is a hoax. They do, and hence no masks and hence they're they all going to get arrested for what they've order done. Going on. They do. They believe certain people are paedophiles. Yeah, they do. He goes, have you heard that story before? Have you heard that story? If you listen to David Icke once or twice, you may have heard that story before. And you've got to think, he, even in a country like this, where we sort of dismiss people as idiots, COVID idiots, yeah. COVID idiots. Yeah. But what are they buying into? They're buying into the world of the right-wing rhetoric, which seems to work for followers. Yeah, it works. they into this bullshit. Because it makes them Absolute think, what, what is the one thing? we got a letter there, well, one person having a go at us, what's it? It's sheep we're up against, yeah. was his, his, his handle, Who's that's a comment. The sheep thing. It's about, we have more information than you. It gives our boring lives a little bit more excitement because we feel that we understand the world better yeah. than everybody else. It's a lot of people with chips on the shoulders who, who aren't that bright. <coughs> and, and people they, making money. Yeah, and people are making money and, and they, they are being exploited. Um, it's just sad, really. <coughs> and one other uh, aspect, we're looking at this from our point of view, the, the events of yesterday, yeah. the, this, this riot slash coup attempt. And uh, you've got, the, obviously, the Democrats, we know where they stood. Um, you've got Trump, you know where he stands. And it'd be nice to we can have a look now at what the Conservatives, the, the group, the, the Lincoln Project. There was one particular lady who who's in the head of the Lincoln Project, at the very head, and she had a lot of choice words to say about this, and it gives you a really good insight what old-school Conservatives actually think about what went on yesterday. That video was, it, uh, there are fine people on both sides on steroids. He literally yes. said, we love you. Yes, correct. He called them patriots for fuck's right. sake. These we understand patriots. you. We love you. Right. We are, These are not patriots. These people are anarchists. They're traitors. They're insurrectionists. They're seditionists. They're a whole lot of ists. But patriots sure as hell is not in that list, line, list, uh, long list of things, okay? This is insanity. This is dangerous. And people have died today. A woman was shot inside the Capitol during this melee. And we have a video of that, actually. I'm going to show it in a second. And she has died. There is blood that has actually been spilled because of this bastard and That's what right. he has incited. That's right. And all these people who are out here still trying to justify this and enable this, this is at their, this, is, this blood is on their hands. And I've got news for you. If this keeps up, there's going to be more of it. Let's take a look at the video that uh, from earlier today where Donald Trump, instructs his people, these seditionist bastards, go to the Capitol. Let's take a listen. We're going to 
walk down Pennsylvania Avenue. I love Pennsylvania Avenue. And we're going to the Capitol, but we're going to try and give our Republicans the kind of pride and boldness that they need to take back our country. Is just a it's pure incitement it was pure right. incitement and he wasn't the only one he wasn't the only one okay his his coked up uh, freak of a son don jr went out there and said, told people to go down go out there and, and you know show show them you know those republicans that uh you know aren't on their side uh, on their side to you know we're going to show them right don, rudy giuliani went out there and and called for what did he call it uh rick Giuliani. Trial by combat. Trial by combat. <laughs> Trial right? by combat. I mean, what are you going to do? Go these, jousting with people? Yeah. What, what is this? These are these are sick fantasies. These 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 wannabes, wannabe fascists, these incels that hate women, that have little pit dicks, that run around with their guns because they are such insecure men that this makes them feel good about themselves. They're part of something. And they join on with Don, they lob onto Donald, Donald Trump as someone that they find to be a masculine figure of authority, who's the biggest coward out there, talking about, oh, we're gonna march down. He was in his bunker. I've got news for you. He wasn't marching down anywhere. He looks down on most of them anyway as being underlings. And this is, these are the people, these are the, this is what these people are fighting for. And to every single Republican that was gonna go to that House floor today and dispute this election, and stand with Donald Trump and his conspiracy theories and the lies and the incitement of this, shame on you. Every single one of you are unfit for office. The Republican Party should be dead today. They should be embarrassed to ever be a party again after what they have been a part of. They are just as responsible for this as Donald Trump. Donald Trump, we know who he is. We've known who he was. But it's every single one of those people, the Ted Cruz's and the Josh Hawley's, the you know, Harvard and Yale educated members of Congress, the Marco Rubio's and his freaking Bible quoting nonsense, and all of the other ones, Jim Jordan and, and all of these people who know better, they know better. And they sat there and enabled this bastard for four years. And it was inevitable, as you said, Rick, that this would come it would come to this. We were all we were almost there. We're two weeks away, literally, from inauguration. We thought we could get through this without any more blood being spilled. It's bad enough that 360,000 Americans are dead from a pandemic because this sociopath doesn't care about life and didn't care about people and was too worried about his reelection and thought somehow that that you know ignoring that would would get him reelected. But here we are now with blood in the streets before he leaves. And I'm telling you, everyone who was watching this. You make note of who those people were, where they have stood throughout this entire thing. And if they represent you, I hope through hell or high water, you make sure not one of them ever sees elected office again. See, that's a right strong right wing woman. And she's right wing. I mean, her politics would, would horrify me, but I can't knock her. She's she's a fighter and she's very good at summing up what everybody was thinking but that's that's the conservatives for you they are as disgusted with this as as the democrats 
proper conservatives, not these boot-kicking <coughs> toads that he's, um, these chuckleheads that he's surrounded himself yeah. with. And it backfired as well because they, because all this failed, you, you started with uh, Ted Cruz is the only real person who got up to say his piece and stick up for Donald Trump and say that it was fraud and that he should really be the president. And then all of a sudden it all caved in. And it's left him looking like holding the bag. I mean, Ted Cruz does not look great today. Ted Cruz looks weak and he looks pathetic. (sighs) Just like he did when um, Trump handled him so well four years ago. Yeah. Just kicked him aside. uh, Well, he... he, he, now he's supporting Trump. He's a cuckold. uh, He took the piss out of his wife, Trump put a picture of, of Ted Cruz's wife, Heidi. He picked an unflattering picture where she was pulling her face, looking very angry and didn't look great. And we've all made those pictures. We've all been took, had pictures taken when we're screaming and in a bad mood, looking a bit weird. And he picked one of them and then put a, one of the model shots of Melania up there and went, basically said, have you seen what a dog he's married to? And he and and, and that would be it with most people. Most people. He, he said, your wife, was a dog he said your wife was a dog that he wouldn't touch you with a barge pole and then within six weeks he was fundraising for him when he gave up and he and he and trump got the nomination he started fundraising and now he's gone and and thrown himself at the feet of him all in the hope that if Trump that he will get Trump's voters in 2024. I've got news for you, Ted. You were never going to get him, mate. You fucking dickhead. You were never going to get him. He will not let anybody have them them voters other than either him or or his daughter or one of his idiot jaguar hunting sons. We've got to move. It's, the show's run twenty minutes left for the show, but yeah, we've no, got to yeah. show this video for you. Uh, and do you want to describe what's going on? Well, the best thing here is is these people that uh, arrive down down there. We've got some problems with the policing that we're going to move on to. We've yeah. got problems with the policing we're going to move on to. But the amount of the people that turned up there were treated slightly different from everybody else, and there seems to be a little bit of of weird detachment and entitlement amongst our revolutionaries. Ma'am, what, what happened to you? I got maced. You got maced? I made it. And what happened? You were trying to go inside the yeah, Capitol? Yeah, I made it like a foot inside and they pushed me out and they maced me. What's your, what's your name? Where are you from? My name is Elizabeth. I'm from Knoxville, Tennessee. And why did you want to go in? We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. Thank you. Can you believe it? Can you believe that? I mean, I'm robbing a bank. Someone's hit me for trying to get in there. It's, I'm sorry, it just goes on and on. I, I, mean, I mean, did Che Guevara carry on like this when they were taking Cuba? You know, oh, oh someone spat at me. He, he I mean, what was she, she expecting? You're a criminal. Yeah, but this is the thing. There was almost a sense of entitlement there. Like, but, what's going on? It's a, re- in a revolution. My God, like I said, it was a revolution with selfie sticks. It was the most pathetic attempt. And you know, they, even though what they did was horrendous, the beginning of it, you saw them walking in, and after after smashing all the windows, getting inside, they just start taking selfies. They're the most brainless people in the world. I, they, they are as stupid and brainless as the guy that they've modelled themselves on, that their glorious leader. 
That's why it, that, so that's the thing. He's attracted them. But yeah, this sense of entitlement, like you say, <sighs> shall we say, it, had she been uh, not white, as you noticed, uh, Elizabeth um, from uh, wherever she said she was from. Knoxville. Uh, yeah, she she was very she was a white lady, and she's complained. She got maced in uh, the beginning of her revolution, trying to storm the Capitol building. And let's just say I have a funny feeling it wouldn't have been the same if she'd have been a different skin colour. I, I think everybody's aware of that. And the, there, were, there have been some real issues mentioned that we'll show a video on, on the aspects of this where it really falls down the policing. A lot of complaints about that. And we can have a chat about that right after this. I think a lot of us have some questions. Uh, a lot of questions. Not just for Donald Trump. I've got no questions for Donald Trump. This, He's an this insurrectionist. There are no questions. He should be arrested today. You know, he should be sent to jail today for insurrection yeah, against the United States of America. But I just I do wonder this morning why they weren't better prepared for this. Why weren't the Capitol Hill police better prepared for this? Why wasn't the city of Washington, D.C. better prepared for this? Why wasn't the National Guard better prepared for this? Why weren't law enforcement agencies all across the region better prepared for an invasion? An invasion against the people's house, against the world's greatest deliberative body. And for those of you who have never been up on the Capitol, I spent quite a bit of time there. And even as a member of Congress, I had to have my ID to get in. If I walked across an adjoining street when no cars were on that street, but I didn't have a walk sign, Capitol Hill police would scream at the top of their lungs and tell us all to get back on the sidewalk. When I was walking to a State of the Union address across the street from the Capitol, Five Capitol Hill police started screaming at me, telling me I had to clear the area. And yet, yesterday we saw some of these same Capitol Hill police officers, who, by the way, I never complained when they were tough. I want them to be tough. I want them, I want them to protect the people's house. Mm. Yesterday, we see them patting terrorists on the back. We see them taking selfies with people who are committing an insurrection against the United States of America, politely opening the door for terrorists who had scrawled on the door, murder the media, who had broken through this glass, letting them just walk through, letting these Trump supporters walk through freely and politely opening doors to the insurrectionists and then letting the terrorists walk out of the same capital they had laid siege to and threatened the lives of members of the House and members of the Senate who they said they were coming to get, including Mike Pence. There has to be an investigation. Are there, how many of these Capitol Hill cops are members of Donald Trump's cult? It is how a, many? It is a cult. 
How many allowed this to happen? And I do want to know, where the hell were the D.C. police? Where the hell was it? How did this happen? This hasn't happened since the War of 1812, when the British stormed Washington, D.C. It's obvious this was coming. Donald Trump promised this day was coming. He was he and his golf caddy, Dan Scavino, were putting out videos saying it was going to be wild. January 6th was going to be wild. We were warned that January 6th was going to be a dangerous day, not just in social media, not just in the media, but in our lives. People would come up to me and ask, what do you think is going to happen on January the 6th? Well, what happened was the Capitol Hill police weren't ready. The D.C. police weren't ready. The National Guard wasn't ready. Nobody was ready. Or was it okay because they are white? I just have to ask. Oh, my God. Oh, please. Please. Because please. No, I don't no, think no. this would have happened with Black Lives Matters protesters. Let me tell you something. We don't have to even go there. If these insurrectionists were black, they would have been shot in the face. Shot in the face. But they would have been. They would have been. He's a hundred percent correct. We've got our man in New York, Joe, and he. I was talking to him last night as this was developing, uh, and today they uh, spoke to the Sergeant Benevolent Association, and they came up with an official statement about their views on what had gone on with the police department. Now I don't even remember, but a couple of weeks back we talked about them with Joe, and he said um, they are in. Donald Trump's pocket because he paid so much money into them. A bit of cash. Yeah. So their statement was, today's activities can be contrasted by the fact that no fires were started, no looting of innocent businesses, no destruction of private property and no city was seized. Only government property was destroyed. That's a, they're happy. They're okay. Okay, excuse me. The Capitol building. Was it destroyed? Of, the Capitol building is made of marble. Yeah. What, what were you going to set on fire? Well, like they said in that video, I, I'm, if, I just wondered. if it was a no. black face there, they would have been shot. Yeah, they would have been. They would have just shot. gone straight in and they would have been tear gassing everybody in sight. Anybody that even looked at them sideways or went or, or resisted would have been out, cuffed, beat up, put in the van. And, and if anybody had have raised a fist to them, they'd have been shot. And that's that's the thing. You you know what would have happened. And they, for some reason, they, there were stories at the beginning of this. There's another was, story here, isn't there? Yeah, there was. They the story started to leak out as this progressed on. For the first hour, it seemed like they were just overrun, and that these people yeah. were getting in, and and they were there weren't enough people there, which is weird because all week Trump has been asking them to go down there on the six to to put pressure on Mike Pence to make him do the right thing, and so any numpty would have known that this was going to happen. So that was surprising. But then you hear stories and then you see pictures leaking out where they're having selfies taken with the police. Inside the building. Then you hear that because they were wanting to get in there, rather than let them smash the doors down, 
they opened the doors and let them in at one point, yeah? So then when you saw images in the footage where they're walking in, in uh, up, a, up a corridor, that, I believe, they were let in by a couple of policemen who went, well, it's better than them kicking the door down and doing loads of damage. But the numbers of police on, the, on those steps is apparently between 60 and 80 police. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, I know. For a few thousand people. Yeah, I know. And oh, there's an yeah, army there you tonight. You have more at a, a gig or a yeah, football match. There, yeah. there, are, there is more. There oh, are, there's sorry. an army there tonight, yeah, because it's all come on top. And I mean, you've got to be aware that there are there is overlying that, that's been brought in is the National Guard that is literally the army that will come and and subjugate any insurrection. And, and it, they're there to keep order on the mainland, the, the, the home guard of the uh, situation. The, you've got the Capitol Police and the DC Police. So you've got police. It's very much like Vatican City where you've got the Vatican have their own police and their own little like, mini country within a country. Then you've got the, you know, yeah. Rome, the Rome police. The, the, here you've got um, police that are supposed to be protecting the Capitol buildings because that's, they're the seat that. of government. Yeah. We have the same, by the way, in yes, Parliament. Yes, we, we have police that are just looking in, after in, Parliament. In my opinion, there's another story to, that will develop over the next few weeks. Yes. Um, just like you know, Trump now will be get kicked off Twitter, his main output. Well, he got 12 hours suspension because of the response that he gave. Yeah, the uh, response that he Facebook gave was terrible. Facebook have now banned him on the, indefinitely. They, so will Twitter follow? They say it's for two weeks until after... No, the, they said indefinitely, but they, most people are saying that they, this is them just kicking the can down the road. They're just suspending him okay. until after the inauguration okay. so that he can't cause any problems between crazy? now and then. Isn't it a stupid situation where that makes the news... That some, when there's a possible coup going on in the United States, yeah. and what's going to be talking about is social media. Yeah, but the coup was social started. Media. He started the coup with social media. A lot of these people came because they read it on they read it on social so media. So is it time to get rid of social media? Yeah, I, I'll tell you something. It's time to regulate. I'm, I'll be absolutely honest now. Everybody listening, you might be horrified. It's time now. We have to regulate social media. It is dangerous. It's out of control. It needs to be reined in. When this can happen, when this can happen in a modern civilised society, you're allowing the things to escalate wildly out of control that don't need to be. And it's all based on false information. Now, Mark Zuckerberg can appear in front of all these committees all he wants to, and he can say, "I, I well, I, it's not for us. We've got freedom of speech. We don't want to start um, censoring people. Well, no, you you should not allow but things that you know to be people, false. People will say freedom this and freedom that. Not you, freedom you do it now, to they tell march lies. in Manchester. They want to do another march, by the way, this weekend. Do they? Well, lockdowns on. Arrest them, shoot them, yeah. shoot them, so arrest say, them, lock them up. being taken away. They're killing but, people. I mean, what do you use Twitter for on Facebook? Most people, what do you use it for? The friendly, harmless, innocuous things. Yeah. Like, I've got a weird uh, show that I do with this weird guy. Uh, please watch it. Stuff like that. Yeah. You know, you calling me weird? You calling me weird? I, I, I don't, I don't know. Did you I say of that? all people? Did I say of all you people? Of all people? All people. That's really. Fair anyway, yeah, I'm just saying the it's gone too far, and and at the end of the day, the, this is this is dangerous. It's dangerous. People are getting killed. People are literally getting killed. killed. We, Blood we, on the hands. Yeah, there is not, and and we're going to deal with the aftermath in a minute, where we're up to now, and sort of bring it up to date. But I mean, the as as, a, as the end result of this, by the way, they they didn't get what they wanted. 
This insurrection, uh, failed coup, whatever you want to call yeah. it, selfie stick revolution. The uh, it ended uh, as you're going to see with uh, with Biden winning. U.S. Congress has formally confirmed that Joe Biden will be the next president of the United States. Presided over by Vice President Mike Pence, whom Donald Trump insisted could overturn the result, a joint session of the House of Representatives and the Senate gathered in the early hours of the morning, Washington time. This is more than 12 hours after being forced to run and hide as armed rioters stormed the U.S. Capitol building. But leaders from both sides pressed on once the building was secure, leading to this moment a short time ago. The whole number of electors appointed to vote for President of the United States is 538. Within that whole number, a majority is 270. The votes for President of the United States are as follows. Joseph R. Biden, Jr. of the state of Delaware has received 306 votes. Donald J. Trump of the state of Florida has received 232 votes. The whole number of electors appointed to vote for Vice President of the United States is 538. Within that whole number, a majority is 270. The votes for Vice President of the United States are as follows. Kamala D. Harris of the state of California has received 306 votes. Michael R. Pence of the state of Indiana has received 232 votes. The announcement of the state of the vote by the President of the Senate shall be deemed a sufficient declaration of the persons elected president and vice president of the United States, each for the term beginning on the 20th day of January, 2021, and shall be entered together with the list of the votes on the journals of the Senate and the House of Representatives. Now, although he's been banned from social media, President Donald Trump has released a statement on the electoral certification through White House Deputy Chief of Staff Dan Scavino. It says, even though I totally disagree with the outcome of the election and the facts bear me out, nevertheless, there will be an orderly transition on January 20th. I have always said we would continue our fight to ensure that only legal votes were counted while this represents uh, the end of the greatest first term in presidential history. It's only the beginning of our fight to make America great again. That is uh, President Donald Trump there, statement via White House Deputy Chief of Staff Dan Scavino. So he's basically said that if you pick up on that, he said it's the greatest, it's the end of the greatest f first term. term. So he's literally saying there, so sorry, Mr. Ted Cruz and all of you guys who were hoping to get all these Trump followers and all the 70 million votes that he got. I'm sorry, he's just said he's running again. He's running again in 2024. He, he wants to, unless he's in prison for the tax case that's <coughs> brewing in New York, which is a state case, mm -hmm. which even if he gives himself a pardon and walks out with a pocket pardon ready for a rainy day, it doesn't work with a state prosecution and he's got he's up for tax evasion um, Iva, um Ivanka is up for taking money out of the inauguration Charity fund yep yep yeah, which she spent on doing a house up they really are vile aren't they I mean they are just a mucky bunch of crooks um, got some comments Mike we have indeed yeah um, 
Stephen Blackmore saying, Happy New Year, guys. My Happy God, what an insane start it has been. Yep. I can't I can't agree more. Um, Nick is saying, um, 2020 was the hors d'oeuvre for this decade. Yeah, I, I'm hoping not, but I'm, I'm saying, so, yeah, I'm, I'm... It's going to be wonderful later on. I hope so. I hope the second half of this year is a bit better. Robert Doll saying, Hi, guys, what an insane few weeks. Um, will Tom be on tonight? No, I... I Tom, we're going to try and get him on next week because we do want these comments. So I think uh, he is obviously because he's involved with with Donald Trump and he's involved yeah. in in all that campaign and social media. I would imagine he's got his hands full right now, and he's, he we didn't want to hassle him tonight. We're, next week we'll. Well, catch he's not up replied. With him. I sent yeah. a message. I know this is it. We'll 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 get to the bottom of how yeah. he's fought. I don't know, is this the point time. Is this the point where he turns around and says, whoopsie, I don't know. Um, surely he can't defend Trump's actions. Unfortunately, he'll probably blindly defend the actions in the capital, as he always seems to do. Ah, yeah, I'm hoping not, but we'll find out. I have a, I have a funny feeling you might be right. And Nick's saying, four dead from last night. We're actually going to get into that now, because most people think there's just one lady that died. It was a bit worse. Um, Republicans conducted an 18-month investigation into the four who died in, in Libya. Um, you're right, yeah, the Republicans. Hey, this is all crazy, isn't it? Uh, Mark Parry's saying, so they need to protect themselves from themselves as if they weren't hooked on paranoia and guns enough before. Unfortunately, we'll probably be the same if we had a similar gun culture. Well, I mean, we did we did have guns, but we never had a gun culture like that because, I mean, I, I, I was a gun owner. There were gun owners around, but you, there weren't many of us. The peakers had them. Well, yeah. Well, Piggy blinders. Yeah, they were a bit. They were a bit crap, that weren't they? They were a bit shit. You Ooh. know, they, they were very old-fashioned. And and that's also saying uh, surely raising general education and intelligence level is needed as much as censorship. Censorship is treating the symptoms, not the cause. As you, you see, the problem is say, the education's long term. I just think we're in. I I I might not be right about this, but I just think that we're in a bit of a bind right now. And I think there's a short-term gap. I think there needs to be certainly some some emergency measures taken just to curb some of this disinformation that's poisoning people to the point where they're doing crazy shit like this. I mean, the the, the lies that were peddled that were allowed to well, be freely peddled. It's great what they're doing to it when they don't agree with something. It's fake. Fake news. Well, fake news. And they say it again and say it again and say it again. And then people believe it. Fake, fake news is the ultimate weapon. You, yeah. All you've got That's to do is when people are confronting you with stuff that breaks down some belief that you've got, you just got fake news, fake news, fake news. And, and last you, night, you just wave it all away. Yeah. It's madness. Yeah. It's madness. Um, We're running out of time Modo fast, saying, One last one. Yeah. Uh, Modo saying, great show tonight, lads. On, <laughs> on form, revolutionaries with selfie sticks brilliant headline yeah sadly i wish it was a joke it, it's absolute madness and anyone who watches the footage uh, the, it it's the it's like a bizarre black comedy although i don't think it's very funny for the people in the uh, that you're going to hear about in the next video can i just add something oh, to this on. whole thing though before i talk about you know you, yeah. you were talking about calling them calling the chubby army and all sort of it mm. there's knobheads like that here in the UK. Yeah, they are. And there's plenty of them. It just takes someone to mobilise them. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, you, you, they, these people were always there in the States and they, they, and somebody came 
and gave them something to get excited for, banded them together, and, and they made their otherwise repugnant views that they were holding very quiet and very under the table because they knew they wouldn't be regarded wisely or, or, or lovingly in, in polite society. They had to keep quiet to a certain degree, and Trump said, nah, be yourself. So, what... Well, no, I was thinking about our favourite politician who started old Brexit. Nigel, oh, I wonder yeah. what he's thinking. Well, today. well, no. Do you know what? I think even he, I think even he's like, oh shit. Oh, know? I don't know about that. <laughs> oh, I do. I, I think this is. I'd love too to much. see his next interview. Well, we'll What's find out. Thoughts? We'll find out. Nigel Farage, anyway, where are you? So, so let's let's see how this is going now uh, as we head into the final stretch. What we hope is the final stretch of this, although we're not out of the woods yet. Vaughn, I I don't mean to sound anything but serious. Any day you have a death toll inside the U.S. Capitol is a serious and history-making day for all the wrong reasons. We have a death toll of four after this violence today. Yeah, good evening, Brian. Uh, this news comes from D.C. Mayor Mariel Bowser holding a press conference in just the last few minutes. With the news, we knew of the one death uh, uh, that took place inside the Capitol, a woman who was shot uh, apparently by police. But now there are three additional deaths that the D.C. is reporting. These were three medical emergency deaths here on the Capitol grounds. The scene outside here in Washington, D.C. right now, here at about 1130 at night, Brian, uh, is one of stark silence. Uh, D.C. is past curfew that was implemented at 6 o'clock, and over the next two hours, law enforcement agencies, Capitol Police, D.C. Metropolitan Police, FBI, the National Guard, all came in here and systematically pushed back the folks who here had gathered, those insurgents that were inside the Capitol and those who are here on the outskirts here. To kind of give you an idea of where we are, this insurgents were essentially pushed down here. This is the start of Pennsylvania Ab Avenue from the Capitol here. And, you know, for folks kind of getting a gist of what they saw today, you saw that scaffolding that was set up for Inauguration Day, which was overtaken by thousands. At that point, that is where Joe Biden would be slated to be inaugurated. And it's at that point that typically in a normal year that uh, the inaugural parade stretches right down here, down Pennsylvania Avenue. And what you can see here is what you should expect to see now, uh, at least according to the mayor, Bowser, that this is Pennsylvania Avenue. About one mile down the road from there, Brian, is where folks would run directly into the White House. Uh, the mayor also announced tonight that there were, we should note, just 52 arrests here in Washington, D.C. 14 of those were for crossing place lines, simple assault, some for individuals carrying firearms without license. The rest of them were for curfew uh, uh, related violations. Again, just 52 arrests here. And when you saw hundreds of individuals storm the U.S. Capitol, we should note the mayor also saying here in just these last 20 minutes, though, that they will over the coming days be putting out alerts with photographs of individuals who had entered the Capitol. They're asking the public for help, believing that those individuals who went inside the Capitol breaking federal law should be held 
to account. We should also note that there were at least 14 other medical emergency transports or fire transports here in Washington, D.C. You said it. It's a sad day when we're talking about deaths on the grounds of the U.S. Capitol. But again, at least four deaths that we're aware of at this time here on the U.S. Capitol here on this January 6th, 2021, Brian. Four deaths. Four deaths. So it's not just the one, it's four. I I think that's a miracle, by the way. That is a miracle with what could have happened. But it is, uh, they've now got an army presence there, which is bizarre. They didn't have that when they were, when they were fully aware that there was going to be a march into, into the capital area on the 6th to demonstrate about this and you've got to yourself like I said before there is a story there another story has there has is. someone tipped somebody off so it would not well who who, who would maybe be able to 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 interfere behind the scenes and make sure there weren't enough people around the capital area I wonder I wonder there's just I mean we've said many times here and we've been lambasted by Tom in Alaska, going oh, yeah. we've, we've mentioned the police, the police training, the police corruption, yeah. which is clear. It's absolutely clear. I mean, I said it before, New York, had, you know, a certain funder had lots of money put in by Trump, so they react in a certain way. The police in America, yeah. not all states, not all policemen, that's for sure. But it talks about training them and training them to a standard yeah there's some bad it's a big bad, country yeah these bad there's some very 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 bad cops very corrupt cops yeah. there's some really great ones but, yeah absolutely they, but they do need weeding out and and uh, as a, a follow on to this we as we were coming on air Nancy Pelosi Speaker of the House has said the 25th Amendment, and if anyone doesn't know what that is, that is the provision for if suddenly you have a, a leader a who's, who's incapacitated. Well, not just nuts. He might be mentally incapacitated. He might have a stroke. He might not be able to do the job properly, but wants to carry on and it's not in the best interest of the country. The vice president can meet with the cabinet and they can decide to invoke Article 20. Five. That's yeah. uh, the Twenty Fifth Amendment, and then they've got to be. It's got to be agreed to remove him by two thirds of the House of Representatives and the Senate, mm. and so it's quite a high bar threshold. That now they're also talking about. She's saying Nancy Nancy Pelosi, the the head of the of the Democrats, who's also the Speaker and who's been re-elected Speaker again, even though she's older than Mum Ra and really needs mummifying. She uh, she has said if you don't invoke clause, uh, if you don't invoke the Twenty Fifth Amendment, then we will oh, impeach him. Is she serious? It's going to play out over the next couple of days. Uh, There are a lot of people very nervous. There's only 13 days to go. But with him, 13 days is a very long time. And on that note, we'll say our goodbyes. Uh, We'll see you next week. Uh, We're back for this year. Looking forward to it. And a big thank you as well to everyone who has subscribed. But tell your friends, get more people to subscribe, please. It helps us a bit. Uh, and thank you again, Mike. Yeah, and just one last one. There are a lot of people going through a lot of hardship in the UK yeah. at the moment with the lockdown, and I just made one appeal. I've, uh, I, I'm in the Samaritans, and we are wanting to get as many people on board to join up and help. We're in a dire strait at the moment. There, there is uh, not enough people 
to answer the phone calls. Um, if you can be there for one night where someone rings up and they don't do something stupid, that is the best feeling in the world when you go home knowing that you've helped that person get through that night and they're going to have a life and get on with something. There's nothing better than that. All you've got to do is get in touch with your local Samaritan. Sorry to hijack the end of the show for something like that, but... Please try and help. Uh, the Samaritans need us. There's only so many of us, and we, we do need help. We'll see you next week. <laughs>